It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. Happy 100. Happy 100. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. If you're tired of the weekly same old, same old, and you've been looking for a place where you can be encouraged and loved, then this is the show for you. That's right. Today, we're celebrating the fact that we've been able to uh, hang out with you all for 100 live stream episodes. That's a big deal. We'll be taking a look back at life in America 100 years ago. How about that for a twist? Uh, We've got another amazing new coffee that we're trying out today that we're going to tell you about. And Melissa has the word for your day and so much more. It's so highly interactive. All you got to do is tell us what you want to talk about. And that's what the rest of the show is all about. Welcome. going to happen. To episode number 100. 100. As Lynn says, 100. 100. 100. 100. All right. What's Ben saying? This is concerning. Prayers for families of victims and and shooter at downtown Louisville bank shooting. I used to meet weekly in that location for BNI meetings and may know people that were involved. Well, I have been in a cave, so I did not know that was happening. So let's stop and pray right now. Lord, whatever's going on, Lord, I, I know that you know, and I'm praying right now that you're in the midst. Lord, send your spirit. Send your peace. Lord, do what needs to be done, Lord, for your name to be glorified in this situation, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, happy 100. Here we go. Good morning, Dave Ramsey from Danville, Illinois. Good morning, Master Pastor Yoda Ben Hill from Louisville, Kentucky. Good morning, Lynn Housel from Oklahoma City. Good morning, MK. MK's getting her hairs did this morning, and she's in the waiting time, so she has have water in her cup, but um, before they wash and dry her hair, which will no longer have gray in it. It's magic. It's magic. The gray is going to disappear. Also, um, uh, what are y'all drinking besides MK? Nobody told me. On a happier note, says Ben Hill, happy 100. He had biscuits and gravy and coffee at Lindsay's Cafe in Riverport. I want, I want to go there. That sounds good. Biscuits and gravy sound really good this morning. They're definitely not on the agenda for the eating plan today, but they should be because they're delicious. Dave says he's getting t- uh, to hearing the word from Jeremiah Bullock. It's life-changing. Praise the Lord. And Lynn is agreeing in prayer. And good evening, good morning, good morning, Nana Ann. She says, be blessed. You be blessed as well, Ann. And she got, uh, Lynn said, I'd get the last bit of my Dunkin' in my cup and water with lemon on standby. That's good. Okay, so let's talk about what's in our cup. By the way, consequently, let me just say this. Um, Good morning to you and welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Wright. We're so glad that you're here this morning. We want to love you. We want to encourage you. And we also want to talk to you about a couple things. First and foremost, we don't know that you've come into the room unless you type in your chat box and let us know. So let us know where you're tuning in from this morning. And the question we love to ask, get ready, Terry. I'm going to do it. What is in your cup? I blasted that one out there loud. Sorry if you have headphones on this morning, but hey, right? It's Whoops. Monday. Wake up. Whoops. Time okay. to get up. Um, David Ramsey's drinking blackberry, hint water, 
And is that the uh, kind that rode in the truck next to the blackberry flavoring, and <laughs> it just got a hint of it? I guess so. A little osmosis thing happening there. No. So Noah's heading back to uh, Mount Vernon, and so that's why Ben went out to breakfast with Noah. That's a great thing. That's awesome. Hey, I want to tell you what's in our cup today because it is good. Uh, 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 one hundred good. It is one million good. But before I tell you, Judy Sally says good morning and happy 100. Thank you, Happy 100 to you, Judy. You've been here for almost all of them, if (laughs) not every one of them. Dustin May, who's been here for almost all of them. Yeah. He is drinking dark silk in his cup in Hiawatha, Kansas. He's a little behind this morning, but God's still good. Hey, we love you, buddy. We're obviously um, not with it this morning as well, and it's 100, so we better get on the stick. (laughs) But thank you for tuning in so faithfully, Dustin. We love you. And also, dark silk is so good. Yeah. All right, we're drinking something really good 100 times good today do you love it i do it's got a really good flavor it's a great flavor okay it's a one pot of coffee so that's it i can't make it again and the only way it's going to happen is if i go to dollywood so master pastor yoda ben and heather hill brought us this they brought us three different flavors and we had the moon pie moon pie this week this is jamaican me local and it's kalua caramel and vanilla is what it is it is delicious it Mm -hmm. is so so good but you guys that's it that's all there is there's not there's just one little oh cut it open and put it in there thing and i love it it's such a good flavor um now bones coffee and if you guys haven't checked out bones we got to talk about that but bones coffee has a jamaican me crazy kind Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. or something like that and so we're going to try it because we think it might be similar but this came from dollywood down in Pigeon Forge and Ben and Heather Hill went on vacation and they brought us back some coffee, which if you ever want to know what to get the rights when you go on vacation, coffee's the answer. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy gift. And it is, this is so, so, so delicious. It's a full body coffee, but boy, the flavors are nice. And I'm, I, I think it's worth the trip just to go get more of these. Um, so here's what I would say. I don't think you can buy these. Like it says you can go to www.dollywood.com, but I don't know if you can really buy them on there. Probably the only thing you can buy on there is tickets. We'll check it out. But we'll see. Anyways, if so we can, good. we'll post a so link. So good. So good. That? So good. Dollywood does everything well, including coffee. I love it. Five out of five. Yeah. Good morning, Pastor Roger Randall, Topeka, Kansas. He says he's having Premier Protein Cafe Latte. Hey, hey. Yeah. And also, uh, MK says, Jamaican me crazy is good. So if you guys haven't tried Bones Coffee, you need to absolutely try Bones Coffee. Bones Coffee Company is an independent roaster out of Florida, and they roast your coffee beans with your flavor when you order them. That's how fresh it is. You absolutely have to go check Bones out. And make sure that you use our code and go through our website. And if you do that... We get a little kickback and you get a discount and use the code TGM show TV and get 20% off your first order. Also, definitely, I recommend getting yourself a sample pack of five flavors and pick your flavors. Don't don't just pick whatever, pick your flavors and you're going to be hard pressed to find something that's not totally delicious. I am, I have not tried the Jamaican flavor from Bones, but I'm going to now because what we are drinking this morning is so good. Yeah. Also, I had, it's been an incredibly busy weekend. We are, we are really on the backside of a very, very busy time. And it was such an incredibly good weekend, not just busy, very, very good. And yesterday afternoon, 
I was running on fumes. And my man knew I didn't even say nothing. And while I was at the store picking up chicken, this guy made bones, um, Franken bones, which is the chocolate hazelnut. So good. Mm -hmm. So good. I mean, it changed my mood. It changed mm -hmm. my attitude just to come home and get a cup of coffee. So um, thank you very much for how well you love and anticipate and serve well, everyone. Well, I know that coffee is your love language. Well, one of them. Well, you speak it well, Dave. <laughs> you speak it well. And also, thank you, Bones, for um, a little pick-me-up on a Sunday afternoon I desperately needed that tasted so good. So let's do a little mug shot. All right. Mine's already half empty. Or is it half full? I don't know. It's Monday. Which should it be? What is I guess Kahlua? It, I guess it should be... Uh, ben, ben can tell us. I don't know what it right. is. I just know it's on the flavor of the bag. Oh, we're going to have to come back. There yeah. we go. All right. And in a little bit. Wow. This is like a... Yeah. All right. Top three, two, one. It's After like, 100 episodes, you think we'd get this straight? <laughs> it's so hard. It's like it, it's like pointing to something on your face in the says, mirror or something. Kahlua, so. K A H L U A, caramel and vanilla is the flavor. I was just reading it on the bag. I don't really know what it is, but it's delicious. Yeah, Ben says he's glad that we like it. They got one for them too, and they're going to try it soon. You're going to want to, yeah, you, you're going to definitely want to crack that one open. Southern pecans coming because oh, oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm missing. Yeah. Dustin's has Cameron's in the Jamaican and blend and he really likes that flavor we'll have mm -hmm. to check that out too because yeah. i like cameron's coffee i also like cameron's k-cups they're good um judy i i don't i'm not familiar enough to be able to give you any more information i'm so sorry i'm ignorant on this one but i just know whatever is in this is, is good it tastes very nice mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you demand roger you demand, you demand. no you are no you, you are and Michelle, ben. good morning, Michelle. Michelle, you wrote such a, Terry showed me that you posted on Facebook, such a lovely post about the Good Morning Show. And we bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in and being encouraged. I'm so glad. Yeah, absolutely. We got to, we got to meet up, uh, you know, Louisville, you got to come to town, visit family, right? Yes. That'll be good. Also, Shauna from Maryville, Missouri. Yes. She said, good morning, good morning happy 100. Shauna, happy 100 to you. You know, the cool thing about 100 episodes is we're celebrating you guys for 100 episodes. You get to celebrate with us. It's like everybody's birthday all in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Hey, I want to go back up to Ben's comment. He said half full. I, I think the half full, half empty debate depends on how good the coffee is. If it's half empty, that means it's real good and you're just ready for more. But uh, yeah, we're supposed to see the glass half full if we're optimistic. I Okay, totally Lynn get it. says Kahlua is a cream liqueur that is popular in Caribbean drinks. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Okay, I don't know sorry guys, I like it. It's, it's also it, the brand, so I don't know. Maybe they've got. It's really tasty. A, ben says Kahlua is like a rum kind of thing. He also has had Kahlua chocolate cake, and it's the bomb. <laughs> well, you know, okay, so we live in bourbon country, right? There's tons and tons and tons of bourbon distilleries around here. And Mary Kay's got to go. She's getting her love hair. Love you, MK. I can't wait for to see your hairs. <laughs> also, um, we have like bourbon brown sugar, cinnamon, and bur bourbon brown sugar sugar flavored stuff all over and uh, I, I like it it doesn't mean mm. there's liquor in our drinks or whatever yeah. uh, but I like the flavor of it and, and we'll find out in about 48 minutes the truth of it is there's I know there isn't anything in here but I'll tell you this um, the bourbon probably isn't what makes bourbon brown sugar taste good 
Mm, it's the no, brown sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of it. So honestly, the Kahlua probably isn't nothing by itself, but the caramel and the vanilla with it make yeah, it pretty yeah. good. Judy said back in the old and very olden days, you could find Kahlua in alcoholic drinks. So, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, clearly that's what it is. I didn't know, but I'm not sad about it because this is still really good coffee. I think they're a, because, uh, the fact that they're a brand name, Kahlua, uh, it's, it's an actual brand. So I don't know if they've diversified their products so that they could be included without alcohol i mean it, it kind of almost has to be oh, as big as okay. a brand lynn as says, it is lynn says it has a very distinct flavor kind of caramely mm-hmm. she loves the flavor well mm-hmm. i apparently like it too so yeah. yeah good information you know what it's so cool to get on here and actually learn things not just from you but from you you guys are so in the know about stuff yeah. I love it. So what can we expect on the agenda today? Well, you talked about our coffee that we had on Saturday, which was the uh, Moon Pie, uh, Deluxe Moon Pie flavor. That was really good. Vanilla. Um, that was on uh, episode 99, Saturday morning setup. And we did talk about Moon Pies. We also talked about goat cheese to some degree. Uh, the year that was 1999, the last uh, year of the, not only the decade, but of the uh, 20th century. Um, the word for your day came from John chapter 20. That was about the, uh, the, the tomb. And then we also watched a little video we shared from our 2019 trip to Israel of the empty tomb, no bones there. And, uh, the word for your day, that was what uh, really helped, uh, put that whole piece into motion there. You can find all of our previous episodes, including episode 99 and soon to be this one, number 100 at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. We've got a videos page where you could just watch videos or you could go to the blog page, watch the videos, listen to the audio podcast and check out the links, the pictures, the notes, all the kind of things there if you want per episode on our website. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. You're so good. Yeah. And I thought today, since it's uh, episode 100, we would, uh, instead of instead of looking at, uh, at uh, the 2000s, because we were in 1999, uh, and not go back to zero, zero in our thing, but just think about 100 and uh, 100 years ago, you things know, that were happening here in the United States. Have you noticed that, and this has happened since our kids have been, uh, like our older kids or adults, and so it, they didn't really do this as much, I don't recall, but um, you know, the public schools, and private schools probably do it too, do a hundred days of school and a hundred days of school in the kids dress up like old folks, like a hundred really? like oh, year you old, go. you like know, a century thing. And so, um, That's I think cool. going back 100 years is super cool. I love this idea. I'm really glad you thought of it. Um, you're so inspired and you're so creative with show stuff. I have to tell you everything that is planned and talked about comes from this guy right here. He's so, so, so talented. These are just part of the gifts and abilities the Lord has given him. And it's so cool that you use them to glorify God and encourage people. <laughs> Thank you, Terry, for 100 incredible episode ideas. Yeah. And going back 100 years is going to be fun today. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. But maybe we should have, you know, like dressed up like old people. <laughs> Would that have been funny? Aren't we? I'm just uh, kidding. Oh, no, no. Today I'm feeling young. And uh, when we too. get to the word for your day, we're going to talk about the power of yeah, our words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Uh, Judy said that that was funny when, when I said no bones there about the empty tomb, but you just talked about bones coffee. I'm sure there was a correlation in there somewhere. You know, so. also, right, right, right. We talked about that um, Saturday on Saturday's episode, you know. How do you know it's Jesus' tomb? Because he ain't in there for There's us no to... Bones. No bones to death. Yeah. Lynn says she wants the flapper dresses back. Headbands with feathers, long strings of beads. I see that on you. I see you wearing those. You would 
I know just look terrific in a flapper dress. That would be cool. That would be cool. Vibrant colors, right? The vibrant colors. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. What a great thing. You know, um, when you think about all the things that uh, we mentioned, it was in our class, I think, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, with Seth. We were talking in the intro to Old Testament about how back in the day, in the very early days of creation, just shortly after, how they lived such long and vibrant lives, you know, like hundreds of years. I don't know about vibrant, but they well, lived a long time. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, seven, eight hundred years in, how vibrant you are. Well, it made me think. You know, we have people in our lifetime that have lived to be 100 years old, mm -hmm. some beyond that. And they they always ask them, you know, what is your secret to long life? You mm -hmm. know, and they always have some crazy thing. Like, you know, I remember a lady on The Tonight Show years ago said she'd take a tablespoon of whiskey every morning at, for the beginning of the day. And some people say apple cider vinegar. Some, you know, There are all <laughs> kinds of variances, right? What about was, that one lady at 106 said she drank a Dr. Pepper and smoked a cigarette Yeah, right. You know, so, <laughs> so I'm like, where's the logic in this? And how is it that... that we've lived so long with uh, with these kind of things and so uh, i just i just thought it's, it would be interesting what a person who lives to be 100 has seen in that century of a lifetime yeah. you know especially through the last you know the last the 20th century wow. into now with all the technology and evolution the change. all the changes i mean it's just it's just crazy yeah you know, so for sure well, all right. Well, let's let's dive into this real quick, and then we'll get to the top of the hour with uh, the word for your day. Hey, before we do that, mm -hmm. I forgot our shout outs today. Yes. I just want to shout out to, first of all, every one of you who have been so faithful, right? So faithful to tune in and be a part of every episode and most of our episodes. And man, you guys are the life's blood of the Good Morning Show. Yeah. It would be no show without you. So first of all, we need you to know we're celebrating you on this 100th episode. Also, a shout out to our podcast listeners who are so faithful and it was so interesting today terry got an email this morning um about a hundred episodes and a hundred and was a, a thousand downloads or something like that mm-hmm Anyways, we appreciate you podcast listeners. We can't even see you and you can't see us, but yet we get to connect like this every week, three times or more. And we love you and we bless you and we absolutely appreciate you. So thank you so much for choosing our content to listen to. Also a great big shout out to specific podcast listeners, the Shelbyville postal workers who listen to podcasts as they sort mail in the morning and then they deliver that mail. And we appreciate all of their hard work and so we love you and we bless you here in the 40065 that's right <laughs> so good so good well think about this um this is 2023 right so uh this isn't going to be specific to the 1923 but the 1920s specifically because there was a lot of things that that had been happening and uh very much like we're in the 2023s they were right in the middle of all of that I mean, think about what life was like. I mean, uh, you know, clothing was different. Obviously, uh, the economy was different. So many things were different. Uh, and the uh, the year 1920, though, it ushered in a new decade and brought new innovations and uh, a life of abundance because we were coming out of the war um, and then going into uh, uh, what else? What else could there be that's going to be coming? Right? Life expectancy was shorter. We talked about that then. Huh? What? Bye, Judy. Bye, Bless Judy. you. Thanks so much for tuning in. We love you so much. So life expectancy was shorter. Um, in the United States, uh, for men in 1920, it was around 53.6 years. Really? Yeah. So 100 years ago, uh -huh. 
men lived an average of 53 and a uh-huh. half years. Yeah, and then wow, 54 and that's a half short. for women. Um, and if you compare that number to today's average uh, of about 78, 79 years, wow. you can see just how much better we're doing, I guess. Uh, and you know, there's been a lot of advances in medicine. So and, women and only like lived that. a year old, yeah. older. Wow. Mm-hmm. The main causes of death in 1920 were heart disease. No, no surprise there. Still the Pneumonia same. and tuberculosis. That's not, that's yeah, not the Changes same. in medicine really uh, affected that. And interestingly enough, the world in 1920 was recovering from a pandemic at that time. It was really? the Spanish flu. Ooh. Yeah. They were just coming out of one of the greatest pandemics that the, that the world had ever known. Uh, the H1N1, known as the Spanish flu, uh, infected about 27% of the world's population, uh, killed about 50 million people. So oh they were my. they were just coming back, just like we are. We're coming back into yeah, what's, COVID, you know, where are we at? You did know? COVID kill that many people? I'm not sure what the numbers were, but it, it has a shock to the system, not just your body, but to the economic system, oh. to all of the different things. And it affects affects a lot of things in the world. So in the 20s, the automobile industry was being born. Um, as it progressed, uh, the 20s uh, invited increased prosperity due to uh, manufacturing jobs in the automotive industry. Mm. They were starting to build more cars. Yeah. The automotive industry led to also steel production and highway building. Oh, yeah. So they were starting to do more infrastructure uh, building, and so that provided more jobs for people. Wow. Uh, it also introduced assembly line work, mm-hmm. and because companies like Ford were using this new assembly line technology, then they were able to hire cheaper, less skilled laborers. And a lot of companies uh, filled those positions with women, which normally weren't in that kind of a workforce before, you know? Mm -hmm. Also in the 20s, speaking of women, they finally uh, could vote, Mm -hmm. which was a a great thing. Uh, The 19th Amendment was ratified in 1920. um, And then uh, by August, it had passed and it gave women the right to vote in the United States. And what a big advance that was. Wow. Yeah. Radios, they were a main source of entertainment. Um, no TVs yet. Uh, today's average family. Um, you know what? I had some. I had some. I had some great pictures here too. Let's let's just check. I was going to say. I had them. Yeah. There's the average family, right? Uh, the look that Lynn was talking about with the hats. Uh, there's some. She's got a few little bead things and tassels and stuff. And the men in the suits, they look real sharp. Uh, and then of course uh, the the Spanish flu pandemic. I forgot I had these in here. The auto industry really taken off, and uh, women having the opportunity to be able to vote. President Coolidge was. Uh, in office at that time. Look at their dresses. Look at their dresses Mm -hmm. and their hats. Yeah, isn't that that cool? Yeah, that major drop waist. Um, (laughs) Those are so neat. I mean, those those are just so cool, but their ankles, you know, and look at the little girl over on the edge and her hat and everything. And the the tall socks. I want to go back to a time when we all just wore hats. Yeah, Can we talk about that? Right. That's so cool. Uh, There's the little guy there with the the radio. Uh, We'll just pull that in the middle here. It was going to be a big story screen but you know uh families we're talking about radios being the main source of entertainment um you know today we've got netflix and prime and all these other things and we're we're binge watching and we also have these little things Mm, which are so distracting right so so we're binge watching tv series we've got youtube Uh, but a hundred years ago the american family was huddled around their radio in living rooms across the nation it was their source of news and information and entertainment all in one so they kind of had it all in one there as well like we do so, with our phones and stuff can i just say something about the radio mm-hmm. um first of all my grandmother was born in the 20s and her mother was born in the 1890s mm. 
Is that yeah. cool? Yeah. Is that so cool? Yeah. That's yeah. my um, my grandma. Her name was Lula Amara Taylor Christie, yeah. and she was uh, important to me. So important that I named her after my child after her and yes. my and my grandmother. Um, anyway. Cliff Jewel, born in the 20s, they never had a television. Mm, they did mm-hmm. not have one, obviously, growing up because they didn't have them. They had a radio in their home, I believe, later on. But my grandma and grandpa Christie never, ever, ever had a television in their home. Yeah. From yeah. the day, from the day they were born till the day they died. I Isn't mean, that interesting? Yeah, yeah. And I still love to be able to... You can go to on YouTube. You can look up... Just look up old-time radio, and you can find all the old serial uh, shows that they had on the radio, you yeah. know, Dick Tracy and yeah. Batman and Superman and all the really cool stuff. And then you had, like, the theater-type stuff. Yeah. Theater of the mind, really, is what it was. So it was really an interesting uh, what time about period. What about, uh, you know, the Iodent Hour? I-O-D. <laughs> now you're going back. That's cool. The reason I yeah. know that is because it's in Annie. Oh, okay. Annie. <laughs> All right. There you go. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, within a few short years, there were more than 500 stations across America, but the first commercial radio station in the United States was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh's KDKA. That was the first uh, radio station in the United wow. States. More than 500 just in a few years after well, that. Well, you have a passion for radio. I do. And so does Pastor Roger Randall. Yes, he does. Yeah, and you, you both have your radio stations. You both mm-hmm. run, own, and care for, and tend to, and DJ your radio stations. And I hope they never go out of vogue, right? I hope they yeah, never go out of style. Yeah, that's so cool. Also, uh, jazz and dance clubs were all the rage in the 20s. I mean, think about this. Uh, you go to hear a big band, radio programs, they broadcasted the news, the sports, the comedy, and the music. And uh, they sparked a, a musical genre, a new style, such as it was jazz, yeah. blues, Broadway, and dance bands. Mm-hmm. And with that introduction, they had that fun, edgy music that a lot of young people gravitated, gravitated to uh, in dance clubs, roadhouses. Those were the places where you could go and find live music. And they could gather with their friends and enjoy all the latest in music and dance steps. They were dancing to the Charleston. Okay. You knew that one was coming. The Black Bottom, the Shimmy, the Foxtrot, and the Lindy Hop. I love 1920s music. <laughs> you know I do. Yeah. yeah I love yeah. big bands. I love Broadway music. I love jazz. I love blues. I love band music from yeah. the 20s. So and that's knew, fun. And you knew that this one had to be in the list. Uh, we'd already said, you said something about hats. Yes, hats, I did They were essential. Know. To fashion. Just like now, a hundred years ago today, men and women dressed for the occasion, right? In other words, a woman would uh, maybe wear a traditional house dress while at home with her family. Uh, it was a simple cotton dress made with uh, colorful plaids or stripes. It was comfortable for doing chores. But when a woman needed to run errands, she would have donned a walking suit or a day dress, is what they called them. And a lady would never be without her hat and gloves. My grandma wore her hat and gloves. Mm-hmm. She had so many pairs of gloves. Well, they were essential. Uh, I, I have so, I have a couple pairs of her gloves, know, but my grandmother so awesome. was a very small, small woman, very tiny, petite hands, bones. And so those little gloves are teeny. Yeah. And yeah. I have a hard time <laughs> squeezing my sausages into love them. Your grandma. I love uh, your grandma. <laughs> uh, they had bobbed hairstyles uh, to be uh, to her Mary Jane sensible heeled shoes. Yes. Right? Yep. Uh, women of the 20s, they had style and they dressed appropriately for every event. And men's fashion even began to take on a more casual appearance in the 20s. Although the traditional business suit was still common, Grandpa may have tried a sportier trend with Oxford bag pants and a V-neck sweater. Hey. Yeah. And hats were a must for every man and served as a symbol of social 
status. That's so cool, you yeah, guys. This yeah. is so neat, Terry. And the last one, the most popular occupations, I don't have a, a photo for it, but at the beginning of the 1920, women typically worked as teachers, nurses, and maids, while men were mostly farmers, doctors, lawyers, and bankers, all in the professional lines there. And 100 years ago, it seems so far away, but there are still a lot of similarities to the way we live today. And I ask this question, think about your family. Where were your ancestors living 100 years ago? I am deeply connected to 100 years ago because I, in my very young childhood, in my toddler and um, pre-K and early elementary school years, lived with my grandparents. And so I was deeply affected and marked by them and their generation, which obviously was in the 20, you know, these are children of the 20s, born in the 20s. And so I had just a very... um, I've just, I, I guess I'm totally interested in all of this. I'm so gonna, let's. I'm going to bring something in here real quick before we go to the comments. Check this out. Ben says his grandpa and his grandma Hill are on the left side. He said, notice he is holding his and her shoes. Oh. He said this was about 1921 and they were about 22 years old. Wow. Isn't that awesome? That is a fabulous picture. Man. That's so neat. Ben Hill for the win. I just that got is, that in a text message. That's a second great, ago. Ben. Isn't I love that, awesome? that you shared that. That is so cool. Great photo. Yeah. If you guys literally have any photos of your ancestors 100 years ago, send them now. This is great. I love this stuff. This is the kind of stuff we could sit and talk about all day. Let's jump to what your guys are saying in the comments. Roger says zoot suits. How about that? Yeah, right? zoot suits. And um, Lynn says suicide doors were cool. Those yep. are the suicide doors that open the wrong direction on cars. So you couldn't inside. open them. Mm-hmm. You couldn't open them. Well, they, um, going... they opened away from each other as they to the front. But and what to the happened back is that you couldn't open them while you, the car was in motion because it no. ripped the door right off. That's why they're <laughs> called suicide doors, right? Yep. And Lynn sure. also says little family fact for me. Samuel Morris is in my family line and all of the telegraphs. She says they were the text messages of the day back then. Yes. That is very cool, yes, Lynn. They were. I love that we can like know this. Lynn also loves Big Band. It's her cleaning jams for Saturday. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I feel very nostalgic when I listen to Big Band band music. We had a radio station in my hometown of Topeka, Kansas called W R E N. Oh yeah, Ren, Ren Radio. Radio. And Ren Radio was always playing at grandma and granddad clams that's my daddy's mom and dad my my daddy and my grandparents are gone now um but every time i went to grandma and granddad's they had ren radio playing and it was big band music and i I love that. It's so nostalgic yeah, for me. And yeah. I absolutely love big band music. Ben said he never met his grandma, but his grandpa was a hoot. That's so great. Isn't that funny? Man, you hey, guys. I have a picture. I'm going to show this. I bet you this is probably close to 100 years ago because I know that granddad has been gone since in the 70s. Okay. And he was pretty old then. Uh, so I don't have a date for this, but this is my grandfather, my grand, my dad's dad, uh, Cliff Wright. Clifford William, uh, and then my grandma, Idella Wright. And uh, I was laughing when I saw this, but you know, you could see the family resemblance in my grandma with my my aunts and everybody else. And I see a little bit of my young dad there in in Grandpa Wright. Yeah, and all the Wright uh, boys. So this was probably about that time, I would imagine. That's so cool, babe. And uh, I just remembered I had that on my phone. I think this actually, I I stole this from my cousin Ed's uh, Facebook page. (laughs) 
Uh, so shout out to Cousin Ed. I don't know if you're watching or listening. Uh, Kathy probably is. His wife, Kathy, she might tune in from time to time. Uh, it was an announcement about wanting to have a, a shindig out at the farm oh. uh, back in March, I think it was. So Are they, Have they had it or are they going to have was, it? Well, it was back in March. So I think they had it. We missed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I love that photo and I'm yeah, so glad that cool. you shared it. Yeah, Thank awesome. you. Yeah. And your grandpa, your grandpa, your grandpa Jellison uh, was the preacher, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, you had a lot of preachers in your yes. family. Yes. But yeah. Grandpa Jellison, he had, uh, what was it? There was, oh, I remember you talking about him, uh, something. I don't know. Was it, was it, or was it Jay that, who was it that Jay was talking about? Your cousin Jay was talking about that would crawl up the aisle in That's the church. That's Grandpa Jellison. Yeah. So Grandpa's knees were bad. He did end up having a knee replacement, but my Grandpa's <laughs> knees were bad. But he was so compelled to preach the word of God that he crawled up the aisle from the... <laughs> you and crawled up to his seat and sat on the floor in the middle to preach the word of God because he wasn't going to not preach just because his knees were bad. I remembered that because Jay did that, right? And exampled it at one time when we were doing it's the, uh, truth. the weekend thing. Yeah, he was compelled, was awesome. like Paul says, I'm compelled to preach the gospel. No I understand what. that compilation because, or that compulsion, because yeah. I, I promise you that if there was some physical hindrance, I would drag myself oh, up there man. to do it. Uh, Okay, so Roger Randall says his dad was the program director at KTOP when it was big band. I remember K-Top. And he was the only one in the family that would listen to him. I was the only one in the family that would listen to him because I was the only one who liked big band. I love that. Roger, I remember KTOP. That's so good. He he references a song, Pennsylvania 65,000. That was a big song for the band. You guys, this is fun. Yeah. You know what's really cool about this is, you know, we've been going back in history and we've been talking about stuff that we can relate to that we lived through when we're talking about the 80s and the 90s. But this is something entirely different. And I think um, Americans in general, and maybe this is worldwide, but I know it is for Americans, are generally nostalgic and really love our history. We love to know where we came from. We love to know about our people. We love to talk about those things. Mm -hmm. Terry's life and his people are very different um, from, say, mine or others because they grew up in a very rural sparsely populated part of the the world, the country. And and Grandma and Grandpa, right, that picture that we saw, mm-hmm. they lived on a farm and it was like 80 acres. And there was like, it was, they had children and they were their farmhands. They had 18 children mm-hmm. and they did not, I mean, these are not the fashionistas about town. They were working hard on yeah. the farm. Yeah. And so I love that perspective versus, you know, maybe someone in the city, say, you know, who had a very different uh, lifestyle, but farmers yeah. probably had a little bit different thing going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So very you, cool perspective. You know, and some of the stories, um, referencing again, our intro to old Testament class about how they, it was the oral tradition to share history over time, how things had happened in the family tree and in the family line. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know that we get to do that as much as we used to. Mm. I, I think that our generation, you and I, mm. our kids are pretty well in tune with some of the things that were recent in our, you know, grandma, grandpa, great grandpa. Yeah. But I don't know anything about any of my family beyond grandma and, and grandpa Wright and grandma and grandpa Finkenbinder, you know? So because I lived with my grandparents, I got to hear about her grandparents, my grandmother's grandparents. A, not so much about she told me a little bit about grandpa's grandparents um, in which you know you remember when we went to a very specific town in southern uh, Illinois yes. how I looked up my grandmother yeah, Anna aunt, Illinois mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I right. looked up my, my people. Um, and I think you're right. Maybe our desire for nostalgia and history comes from that generation upon generation of oral history that we passed down yeah. um, from biblical days. It's important. And so it is. And and Shauna has a good point here. Shauna said, I believe the Great Depression began in the 20s. And I remember hearing my grandparents talk about their struggles during that time. I think you're right. I don't know exactly when it happened, but I will say my grandparents saved everything because they lived through the Great Depression. Yeah. And I'm talking about butter tubs and butter lids because you never knew what you might need. Um, they had, you know, their food the stamps that you got when you know you could you could get sugar vouchers yeah. and flour vouchers and all those things and they saved their flour sacks because they were made of material and they sewed them into stuff i mean literally they saved everything and that it was a huge impact our society today is to, oh boy, it sounds weird without no music. I know. Well, we're getting ready to go into the word for the day, so okay. I don't want to have too much going on. Anyways, our society is a throwaway society, and it's not at all like our grandparents' generation yeah, when they yeah. lived through those tough times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, according to Britannica.com, uh, the worldwide economic downturn began in 1929. The there Great Depression lasted about 10 years, and it was the longest, most severe depression ever experienced by the industrialized West, Western world. And so you know they had the hard times there was also the dust bowl of the 30s yeah. that was the the dirty 30s what yeah. they called it um you know when uh, the topsoil was just i mean it was horrendous yeah um you know just the damage that it did and and uh, how it just affected everything economically you guys we we do not save and reuse the way they used to roger says yes that they washed and reused aluminum full mm, um mm -hmm. my grandmother and and to a certain extent even my mom does it a little bit would reuse um those ziploc with the with the actual you could move that zipper back and yep. forth and they'd reuse those bags and ben says he had to break his mom's heart yesterday and throw away uh, the silver shiny cutlery and plastic dessert plate right right wow. i remember my aunt i won't yeah. i won't my aunt janet saying those those are nice go on and save those we'll just wash them up yeah. and so thanks uh lynn for the help on the on the depression of 29 to 39 mm-hmm and Shauna said, yes, her, her grandparents saved everything as well and still continue to do so throughout the rest of their life. It just became their way of life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely definitely a different mindset. I know that that kind of uh, made its way down to my parents because my dad, growing up on the farm like that, I mean, when we cleaned up at, at their place after dad passed and yeah. mom was going to be moving and my brother and sister-in-law were going through all that stuff and saying, where did all this, how, it's just an accumulation of a lifetime spent in one place thinking, I may need this someday. I'm going to hang on to it because I don't know where I would go to get it if I did. That's right. You know? Michelle remembers seeing your grandparents. That's her great uncle Cliff and and great aunt Idella. Mm -hmm. And she says she's been to the farm twice. Yeah. I love having your family on here. That's so cool. We used to go to the farm almost every weekend. It was like a a, a family tradition to just go out and hang out at the farm. And I remember as, as long, that's probably some of my earliest memories. And part of that has been preserved into a few photos that I saw. My favorite um, thing, you know. can I share? Mm -hmm. My favorite thing about your grandparents' homestead is that the chicken house was bigger than the people house. <laughs> You're right. You got to feed a bunch of kids and, and I'm family. A, and I'm a chicken freak. I <laughs> love raising chickens. It's one of my very favorite houses. 
hobbies. I love fresh eggs, but I love all kinds of different breeds of chickens. I'm definitely the crazy chicken lady. Yeah. And I love that they had a hen house that was huge. Well, and they got together every weekend. So there was fellowship time. I mean, they played horseshoes and did all kinds of crazy stuff. And us kids, we would, you know, they had a big hill and we'd go ride down the hill on the bikes and all. I mean, I don't know if we really do that kind of stuff as much nowadays, you know, take time to, to do things together. Yeah. Hey, how about a little word for your day? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Today is the 10th of April. And so I went to the 10th proverb. So we're in Proverbs chapter 10. We've talked about these verses before. These are the kind of verses that we need to talk about regularly so we don't forget. A lot of what we talk about, um, I'll just tell you, uh, Proverbs 10, 11. Let's just... uh, it's just kind of uh, maybe 11 through 14. How about that? And Shelly Carter, welcome, Shelly. Shelly says, hey, we Shelley. always think to hold on to stuff. I think there's a balance. That's right. So you, you do, I agree. We do have to balance out the need for material possessions and, and you know, finding our completeness or whatever. I agree with that, Shelly. That's mm-hmm. a very wise statement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um, Let's just read Proverbs 10, a few verses out of Proverbs 10. Proverbs 10, 11 says, The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all transgressions. On the lips of the discerning, wisdom is found, but a rod is for the back of him who lacks understanding. Wise men store up knowledge, but with the mouth of the foolish ruin is at hand. So this is the importance of our words. It is so critical that most biblical truth is not shocking and revelatory to the place where you didn't know it. Most of it we know, we just need to be reminded. Most of it we know and we forget. We're human. We have frailties and we have a finiteness to our mind. And in those frailties, we forget truth. And so what's important is reading the word and being a person of the word makes you less likely to forget the truth of the word so that you can live it out in your life. And speaking words of life, speaking words of righteousness brings a fountain of life but on the contrary the mouth of the whip wicked conceals violence listen we become what we speak we think we speak we think we speak we speak we think but if we're always talking negatively or thinking negatively and that's coming out of our mouth it absolutely affects your physical being it affects the space around you words of life don't just bring life for you they bring life to those around you we have to be so cognizant of what's coming out of our mouth and this morning i'm drawn to the scripture even though we've talked about this before in one of our hundred episodes the truth is this morning um, we woke up weary in our body physically weary our minds and our spirits are soaring but our body's weary we've had an awful lot going on and it's affected our physicality and this morning as we got on the prayer call to to pray and intercede and lead there were there were many intercessors this morning agreeing in prayer and and praying for me specifically didn't ask them to apparently the holy spirit prompted them to but can i tell you what happened 
I began to feel strengthened in my bones, in my body, in my spirit, in my mind. I could feel a strengthening coming because people were praying by the spirit and the word that I would feel so. And I, after the call, I got up and I walked out of the office and I said, I feel better than I did an hour ago. After praying, after being in the throne room with the corporate body, the believers, the intercessors, and we were declaring words of life for each other out of our mouths. And guess what? When those words of life come into your mind and they come out of your mouth and your mouth says them and your ears hear them and they go back in your mind and your spirit, it changes you. I am renewed in my energy today. I'm excited in my person today. It has been hard and weary and tiring and I am not not that person I was an hour or two ago. And it's because words of life were prayed by the spirit and the word of God. And it changes us if we allow it to, if we remember to speak it, if we agree into it. I'm going to go so far as to say something that might be unpopular. I'm going to say something that maybe some of you are going to be like, I'm not sure about that. Test this, try this and see. What if you started speaking health over your body? What if you started seeking, speaking health over the areas of your life that are not in line with the word of God and you started speaking the word of God truth over those areas of your life? My knees hurt. I have damaged my knees. I am tired of being a slave to knee pain. I am speaking new life and new knees over my knees. I'm believing something different. Maybe you have digestional issues. Maybe you have like a, a, a some sort of ulcerative colitis. Listen, what if you started speaking life and health over your life? If energy can change by prayer and truth of the word being declared over our life and us speaking it and believing it, what else could change? What could, what could happen? And you say, well, why, why would ulcerative colitis go away because you're speaking life? Because God's word is healing. God's spirit is healing. God's son, Jesus Christ did a work on the cross so that we could be wholly healed in our body, not just our spirit, not just our mind. He's a whole God. He provides a whole healing. What if we began to speak it out? Would we believe it? What if we began to believe it and speak it out and believe it and speak it out until we start to see it manifest? I am not going to be bound to negative talk anymore. I am not going to attract the Lord of the flies. Do you know Beelzebub is what the enemy is called? Beelzebub. Do you know what Beelzebub means? It means the Lord of the flies the king of the flies. Do you know what flies are attracted to? Death. Death. They're attracted to something else, but I'm not going to say what that is. Why would we speak words of stinking death? When we speak words of stinking death, that attracts flies and it attracts the Lord of the flies. And we're inviting the enemy into our life when we speak negative words of death. How about we start speaking words of life, words of encouragement, words of truth, words by the spirit that build up and not tear down, that encourage and not discourage, that bring forth life instead of death. This is what we're called to do. This is the power of our words in the 
in the spirit and the word of God for the people of God, for the sons and daughters of God. That's who we're talking about. That's who we're talking to. And what if we spoke so much life that non-believers and those who haven't chose Christ start to want the life that we have? And what if our words that we're speaking draw people to the kingdom of God? Well, isn't that the point? Hallelujah. I'm about to preach myself into joy today. This is so good. I'm speaking words of life over myself, over my family. I want to see certain situations change. And I believe the Lord has already done the work. What if we just spoke into it and began to believe it and speak it ourselves? I think we'd see radical change. So I'm praying into this. Look, and I'm I'm praying into it for you. Lord Jesus, I thank you today for your word. It is truth. It is truth over every circumstance that we have, over every situation, Lord, over every relationship, Lord, over every atmosphere. Your word is truth. And so, God, today we're speaking the truth of your word by your spirit. Life, life, life we are speaking. We are not speaking death. Anything other than your truth and your life is death. And we won't agree with it today. Even if we don't see our circumstances reach the full potential yet, we're going to keep believing and speaking it out until it does. Lord, I'm speaking life over my knees. I'm speaking life over my family. Lord, I'm speaking life over everybody who is tuned in in a hundred episodes. God, you are glorified in us speaking life and encouragement over each other. And that's the whole point of this show, that we would speak life by your spirit and your word. Lord, help us understand our words have power. We need to be so reminded of this truth. Lord, you're so good to us today. I pray that every person watching and listening right now under the sound of my voice, God, would come into alignment with your word and your spirit and believe your words of life and then begin to speak them and then begin to believe them more and then to begin to speak them and then think on them more and speak them more. And I pray it changes every situation and we are transformed by the truth of your word and your spirit. I pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. That's your word for the hundredth time, the hundredth episode (laughs) today. That's so good. That's so good. And if you need another reference, Philippians 4, 8, right? Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think about such things. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Roger says you're a product of what you said yesterday. If you don't want to change your tomorrow, change what you say. If you want to change your tomorrow, change what you say about yourself today. Amen. Amen. Dave Ramsey says, I agree with your word and I declare it over my life and my church. Hallelujah. Pastor Roger says, preach. The power of death and life are in the tongue. It It is. And Pastor Prentice and Michelle, good morning. We love you. We love you. We love you. Our ordination buddy, our friend, our brother, how we adore you. Thank you for tuning in, Pastor Prentice. That's right. You're an encourager. Man, you mean so much to us. Happy 100th, Janice. (laughs) Where you been, girl? We don't know how to celebrate without you. Janice, you've been such a big part of this show for 100 episodes. We love you, sister. Janice, you got to go back and watch um, Saturday morning's show. We showed the uh, the tomb when we were in there reading the scripture. We talked about you, Janice. Gave you a a little pointer, a little shout out. Your little picture was in there. (laughs) I love you, Janice. Dave's got to go. We love you, buddy. Thanks for tuning in. You have a blessed day also. Yes, amen. And Shelly says, absolutely. Can I, can I, 
Can get I get this to send to, to my family, honey? Yes, you just need to share. Uh, we're on Facebook and YouTube. So you can copy the link of the show and share it with whomever you want. Go to the YouTube channel. Are you on YouTube? She's on Facebook. If you go to the YouTube channel, Shelly, it's the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You type that in. Subscribe. This goes for all of you. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And then you can get a little link. And copy that link. It says so under this episode. Copy that link and text it to your friends and family. Email it to your friends and family. Mm -hmm. Invite them to watch. Janice said she got busy. She forgot to tune in. She got busy working. I'm okay with that, Janice. But I love you and I'm glad you're here. Happy hundred. Yeah. And also, Shelly, if if you can't, if you have a weird time finding us at YouTube, which you shouldn't, if you put in The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa, it'll come right up. Uh, Otherwise, our website is thegoodmorningshow.tv and you can follow the links to our YouTube channel page there. Yeah, not .com, not thegoodmorningshow.net, thegoodmorningshow.tv. That's a web address. Did you know that? It's our web address. I hope you knew that after 100 episodes. Go check. (laughs) Check it out. It's a fun website. Terry's done a great job. You're most welcome, Shelly. And also Janice says she came at the perfect time. And your word, Melissa, was confirmation. Hallelujah. (laughs) God's word is always right on time. He is so, so faithful, you guys. Hey, by the way, part of our show is praying for you. If you have a prayer request today, I hope you know you can let us know and we will stop what we're doing and pray. It is not an interruption to our show. It's very much a part of our show. And we want to pray for you anytime we can. Um, We believe that prayer changes things because we believe we serve a God who wants to move and trans and and trans. I don't know what I was going to say, but change lives. Transform. That's the word. That was it. That was there. I just, I got half of it, right? (laughs) Ben, uh, going back to the chat, uh, Ben said earlier that he's got to say that the aluminum cups that cottage cheese came in in the 40s and 50s make fun drinking glasses. No way. Yeah. I didn't know they came in aluminum cups. I I know that those aluminum cups definitely are are cool. That's what I like about the one that you got for me from the Star Wars one because it's got like that, it's that metal, almost aluminum type cup uh, and it keeps stuff cold or hot either way. So it's good. Yeah. I want to see an aluminum cup from Cottage Cheese. Okay. Well, I'll Google it. Will you? uh, Yeah. And at Grandma and Grandpa's farm you were talking about, they had an aluminum ladle because in the house they didn't have like faucet it turned on running water it was well water and you had to pump the handle and so everybody drank out of the same ladle you take that and they had those little aluminum cups too they had like green ones and red no ones. wonder people only live 53 and a half years <laughs> no this well, is during if my y'all lifetime sharing germs it's, no wonder spanish hey, flu and I, stuff. no that was during my lifetime not i mean you know maybe they did that back Gross. then but think about it i don't care Your when immune it was system got it got really you know okay it either strong. bolsters the immune system or yeah, yeah. i'm okay just drinking yeah, yeah, my own yeah. cup yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, prayer request. I uh, can't remember if I brought this up before. Lynn says mom's treatments have been halted until a biopsy of her liver comes back. She's having really bad issues. I did not know this. Lord Jesus, we pray right now for Cami. In the name of Jesus, I pray she would be wholly healed. I pray that her liver and her kidneys and her body come into alignment by the word of God. Lord, even though we haven't seen it manifest yet, we're believing for whole healing from cancer and any other ailment and disease. In the name of Jesus, be whole cami we believe it and declare it right now in the mighty name of jesus christ amen 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 roger says he kept coffee cans to store nuts and bolts that i know yeah i got folders cans and sanka cans that my dad had that had all that stuff in it um yeah and janice says she's also praying and uh, lifting her up and then ben sent uh here he sent a picture of some aluminum cups for you (gasps) those cottage cheese came in those 
I just thought those were cool cups. <laughs> I thought those were from Tupperware. I didn't know cottage cheese came in them. He said they all say sunburst on the bottom of them. Was that a brand of cottage cheese? Maybe. This is new information for me. <laughs> Amazing. I must have these. <laughs> I must have these. We Where want can I go? Okay, let me be clear. I do not need a cup. I have a million of them. And you want to talk about coffee cups. Not only do you all send us coffee, which by the way, thank you so much. Because I love trying and drinking all the coffee. It's my favorite gift. But you guys (laughs) send coffee. You guys send coffee cups too. So we've got coffee cups coming out of our earballs. But I need this aluminum cup that used to hold cottage cheese. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is new information. Cool. I am excited about this. I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah. Janice said she missed Saturday's show because she was outreaching. Aww. And she's definitely going to go back and listen. That's so, so good, Janice. Thank you for yeah. representing the kingdom of God so well. Yeah. Shauna said she woke up exhausted today. Oh, uh, me too. The word too. was exactly what she needed to hear to be encouraged Hallelujah. and reminded. Yeah. And she says, thank you, sister, for being obedient and sharing what the Lord placed on your heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Shauna. And thank you, Jesus. You're so faithful. Pastor Ruth Morgan Good says morning, those Pastor aluminum Ruth. cups kept ice drinks really cold. They really did. I am the last one to know. Now, listen, I know the aluminum cups. I promise you, I thought they all came from Tupperware, but I did not know they housed cottage cheese. I must find these. I oh. must see what Me this was like. Me wants it. I must have it. Yep. And Lynn says she's she's really convinced that I need that you need these. <laughs> hey, I, I love them. I he love those little aluminum cups. He didn't think you know what? If if there was a hoarder in our family, I promise you it ain't me. Somebody else in here? I will not say anything more than that because I know this is an encouraging show. And Janice says, Coffee, have you all tried Black Bear? No, but apparently what I need that? to. And Michelle said, I added the YouTube channel to this past weekend. You all are so blessed to be a blessing. Your message Saturday was anointed too. I can't wait to meet you, but it may be towards fall. Yeah. By the way, Grandma Mildred Farr has had a set of those colorful aluminum cups. I know. She yeah. found one at the antique you. store. Michelle, this is I. This is so great. I cannot believe that I'm the last to know they have cottage cheese. Plus, I love cottage cheese. Well, However, if I found one with cottage <laughs> cheese still in it, I would not be eating it. I tell you that. Ben says the aluminum cups are the bomb because his grandpa handed them all down to him. He gets to enjoy them. Isn't that awesome? Where have I been? Yeah. My grandma yeah. Clam had those cups, but I promise you, I thought they came from Tupperware. Somebody who's a Tupperware rep, tell me they came from Tupperware. <laughs> Roger okay. said he had to go through 15 butter dishes of leftovers to find the actual butter. <laughs> My grandma's fridge. Every time I'm like, is this? Oh, no. Is this the butter? No. Wow. Wow. Ken Meredith. Welcome, Ken. We bless you and we welcome you today to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Ken has a prayer request. Please pray for his mother, Christine, who had a stroke this past Sunday. We're both members of a local Nazarene church, and we appreciate your prayers and your ministry. Ken, we love you. We bless you. And we pray right now in the name of Jesus for Christine. Lord, stroke is not your perfect plan for Christine's life. Wholeness and healing is your plan for Christine's life. So, Father, I pray that you would touch her, that the effects of the stroke would immediately fall away in the name of Jesus. There would be no pain, no disease, and no affliction. Father, 
Father, I pray that her brain would be wholly restored and there would not be floating blood. There would not be any um, pressure on the vessels. I pray that her body and her mind would come into alignment in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for these that are faithful in your kingdom, in your church. Lord, thank you that these are those that believe in prayer. Lord, we love them. We don't have to know them to love them. And we bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ken. Thanks for tuning in. And it's our honor to pray for and with you and your mother, Christine. Everybody says they're praying. Ben's praying and I'm sure Lynn and everybody else will be. Thank you all. Thank you all for agreeing in prayer for our brother, Ken and Christine. Yeah. Lynn says her Nana would keep stew leftovers in the old metal coffee cans, man. My grandmother, you never knew what was going to come out of one of them butter dishes. That's right. That's right. I I would like to say that sometimes there was stuff growing in there that probably shouldn't have been. But I, I don't want to say that because she's not alive to defend herself. And she would say, Melissa Joy. <laughs> right, right. So sorry, Granny. Hey, this is episode 100. 100 live streamed episodes we have been doing for almost the better part of a year. Our one year anniversary is actually April 25th for Woo-hoo! the show. So on the 24th, we'll be celebrating our one year birthday party at that time. We hope you'll join us for that. It's still a little ways away. Uh, but uh, in honor of 100 shows, how about we do this? Normally we would do we would do uh, the getting to know you questions. But I thought in 100, let's do 100 interesting facts that will amaze you. This comes from factretriever.com. So I think they've done the work on the facts here. So pick a number between one and 100. Several of you real quick here. We got a a minute or two that we can can run all this. We're not going to do all 100 of them. But there's a 100 of these in the list. And they say they will amaze us. So I'm pre- let's I'm preparing to be amazed. Post your number in the chat box right now. All right, right guys. Now. Numbers one through 100. Here we go. Here yep. we go. Tick tock, tick tock. How'd you say tick tock, tick tock? And the music stopped. That was cool. You have lots of power. 100 interesting 48. facts. Number 48. All right. Number 48. Let's Janice get to number 48. 48. Here we go. 48. All 48. Right. Oh. Uh. In 1962. Uh-uh. A laughter epidemic broke out in Tanzania. The outbreak began in a girls' school and spread to other communities, ultimately affecting a thousand people and causing the temporary closure of 14 schools. What? They give the link here to check it out. You can fact find it. Factretriever.com tells us a laughter epidemic broke out in Tanzania in 1962. They just must have been um, Pentecostal or charismatic because they (laughs) laugh in the spirit. (laughs) Maybe so. I think Nazarenes might like to pick up that too. We we all need to be a little more laughy. Number 77, Ben Hill says, tigers cannot purr. Did you know that? When they're happy or they feel safe, they squint or close their eyes. Nuh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Yep. These are facts that amaze me. Shauna says number 33. Okay, Shauna, here we a go. A duel between three people is called a truel. That is dumb. T-R-U-E-L. <laughs> how do you duel three I, people? Who I do you shoot? I don't know how it works. Number 20, uh, Michelle says, uh, a group of monkeys in Delhi, India, reportedly attacked a laboratory assistant and escaped with several coronavirus blood samples, and the monkeys were later spotted in a tree chewing one of the sample collection kits. That They give it verifiable. You can go look it up. It's crazy. I don't believe this. I know. All right. So what else we got? Number 32. Let's do this real quick. We're going to find one that's going to amaze us. Bluetooth technology is named after a 10th century king. King Harold Bluetooth. Bluetooth united the tribes of Denmark, just like the wireless technology united cell phones and computers. False. This is not real. Some you know, Janice or somebody's going to look up King Harold H A R A L D Bluetooth. I feel like this is a load of horse hockey. King Harold Bluetooth. 
These are All those right. kind of things where you're like, is it fact or fiction? And I don't you really know. I was know. amazed, but now I'm dismayed because I don't think it's true. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that was the you last one. You guys be the judge. Okay, okay. before we yep. sign off and mm-hmm. do our sign off, Pastor Ruth has a prayer request. Please pray for a family member who's experiencing a glitch in health care coverage and can't get needed medication. It's life and death. This is scary. And so, Lord, right now, when we cannot control um, if we can afford medication, if our healthcare will pick it up, Lord, we, we, we really feel helpless, but Lord, you are the God of the impossible and the helpless situations. And you move in Lord, and you make a way where there seems to be no way, Lord, you are provision in every area of our life. And Lord, I pray that you would intervene right now, heal a body. Would you just go on and heal a body so they don't even need the medication? What about that? And Lord, I pray that if you could provide the medical coverage, Lord, I I just pray that your will and your whole truth would be uh, done over this one right now in Jesus name. In Jesus name, I believe and I'm praying and I'm not just praying without believing. I believe. That's right. That's right. In Jesus name. Amen. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us again. A hundred live streamed episodes. Hey, thank you. It's been a blast. We We've celebrate been enjoying you. that time. Uh, don't forget, our next episode is going to be Thursday night. Thursday night live. You're going to want to be there for the introduction because I hear that it's going to be a really good one this week. I haven't talked to Ben about it yet, but it's going to be a really good <laughs> one. Yet. I'm sure. I'm he sure heard of it. it. Yeah, you've heard it here. So Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time for Thursday night live. It's a good morning show at night. It's like breakfast for supper. You know how much we love you. We love you so, so much. We love you with the love of Jesus Christ. And Jesus loves you so, so much. Enough that he gave his whole life for you. I want you guys to know, whatever you're walking through, you're never alone. We are here for you. And you serve a God who wants to be here for you. He said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And neither will we. Thanks for being with us today. That's right. And be sure and share the Good Morning Show with your friends. Um, tell a family. Tell a friend. Tell a phone. Telegram. It's all been in today's show, hasn't it? It's been good being here with you guys. Bless you. We'll see you soon. Bye. We love you. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.